Welcome to Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino. I am your host. Thanks for joining me today. Fides is Latin for truth, and that's our complete focus is the truth on this podcast. Uh, the music you're listening to is my friend Frank Camp. Uh, this song is called Heaven Can Wait. You can find it on Spotify. It's great stuff with lots of great music. Uh, but let's get into this episode of Fides Podcast. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Okay, and welcome to another edition of Fides Podcast. I am your host, Jerry Serino. Thanks for joining me for another episode. Uh, I'm really excited to, uh, for my guest today. My guest is Matt Margolis. He's a conservative author. He does a lot of great things. He's uh, he's a uh, has some best selling books and has great articles, and and also does political cartoons that are quite uh, funny and enjoyable. So, Matt, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, pleasure to have you. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Uh, you have a lot of really great stuff out there. Um, you know, you have you have at, at least two books, and I'd love for you to talk about um, all of them briefly. So, uh, the worst your your one is uh, the worst president in history, the legacy of Barack Obama, uh, and the scandalous presidency of Barack Obama. Um, w- which one was your favorite to write? <laughs> uh, I, honestly, like. N- neither of them are like were enjoyable to write you know i, I mean mm-hmm. writing about obama is not pleasant just at just the idea of it is unpleasant but uh going through that material and uh getting really into the nitty-gritty of what that presidency was really like and how really thinking about how little people understood what was going on or just mm-hmm. kind of turned a blind eye to it uh it was very distressing uh, yeah. i didn't <laughs> i didn't like going through that process it just felt like uh you know, I'm not, I'm not a special person anyone could have found this information. I, I just kind of compile it all. Uh, but so many people were in denial about just how bad his presidency was or how many scandals he actually had. I mean, how many people uh, on the left think, oh, Obama left the, the White House scandal free? I mean, that, yeah. that's just completely bogus. It, it's just not true. Uh, you know, obviously, my, my book, it goes into that in detail. What what are one of the one or two scandals uh, that you write about in your book that you found that uh, most people don't really know about? Well, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I would say that people are generally actually aware of these things happening, but they kind of dismiss it. Uh, I, you know, like um, a lot of people would say, oh, Fast and Furious wasn't a big deal, but you know when you when you look into it, you realize yes, it was a big deal. I mean, someone you know Obama sent guns into Mexico and lost lost track of them, and one of them was used to to kill a border patrol agent. Uh, but you know a lot of people make excuses. You know then there's this then there's Benghazi. People say well oh well there's all been all these investigations and they did nothing wrong. It's like well that's not that's not true. I mean there was definitely some failures of of our, of our government to protect our people there. Mm-hmm. And that that in itself is a scandal. And the the way that the Obama administration tried to cover it up is a big scandal. A lot of times, you know, the saying goes is that it's not the crimes to cover up. Mm-hmm. And uh, people try to ignore that when it comes to uh, Barack Obama and, and everything that happened there. Uh, but, you know, I, I think, uh, you, you know, probably one of the biggest issues 
is not that people don't know of something. It's just that they make excuses for it. I mean, and look at this. Yeah. We've been saying for a couple of years now, uh, four years now about, you know, Spygate and, and what Obama was doing there to spy on the, uh, on the Trump campaign. And people are actually denying that it actually happened, even though we know that it did. There's evidence of this. There's documentation of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's this... Uh, deny this denying that the things are as bad were as bad as they truly are that's really troubling is that you know we we have to be able to hold our leaders accountable regardless of what party they are and uh you know we don't seem to have that it's just this uh you know party loyalty trumps everything Mm -hmm. you know it's actually interesting when i was uh preparing for this and in looking at your i guess title of conservative author um, certainly, you know, in reality, as reporters or as journalists, uh, realistically, if you're reporting the truth, if you're reporting fact, then there's no need to for a description per se. I mean, you're, we're having to say conservative author because 98% of the media out there is extremely far left. And so, you know, having in your case, it, it's helpful to know, oh, conservative writer, because quite frankly, I would look at it and say, I can trust this guy and what he writes. And it is, it is actually very nice to hear that you said that writing these books on Obama was difficult. You know, you weren't looking to badmouth him or twist and turn things. Um, you know, you, like you had mentioned about Spygate, you know, we've also been going through four years of Trump colluded with Russia right. and nothing happened there. And it was actually the other side, but um you've been in media for a long time. Tell me, is there anything you could tell me about why, why the media is so far left leaning and, and skews things their certain way? Well, you know, I think it's, it's, it's bigger than just the media. We've got, uh, you know, colleges and universities that, mm-hmm. that skew hard to the left. And it's just uh, conservatives are really counterculture to all that. And uh we find we, we we find that uh, conservatives are, are lacking in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. in uh, news media. Uh, it's and a lot of things, and uh, that's a problem because without that balance, we 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 get a media that becomes, you know, kind of complicit about the actions of one party, and they go all in, kind of uh, screaming fire, fire, fire. Uh, for for anything uh, that's you know against a, a Republican, I mean, uh, this is not something that that's new to right. the presidency of Donald Trump. This happens every single time when whenever it's a Republican president or just general coverage of anything, we we, we see skewed coverage of of uh, Democrats versus Republicans. I mean, I mean, look at what's going on right now with Eric Swalwell. I mean, mm-hmm. no one's talking about <laughs> the fact that he was <laughs> cohorting with the with a Chinese spy. Right. They're just not covering it. Right. If you're not watching Fox News or Newsmax or OANN, you're not hearing about it. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Right. Because th- 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 this is a party, the Democratic Party, that that's that becoming uh, that's realizing that all they need to do is just kind of wait it out and and uh, just figure, well, let the conservative media outlets uh, talk about it, and it'll just be you know a, a conspiracy theory. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I had a saying, I posted something about how from now on, people, criminals don't need to uh, plead guilty or not guilty. It's now guilty, not guilty, or Democrat. Because if you're yeah. a Democrat, you could basically get away with anything. 
and and like what you just said. So actually, that takes me into a little bit of um, one of your recent articles on uh, you you had written about uh, uh, Attorney General Barr saying that there's nothing to look at when it comes to Joe Biden and his son. And I and I start with Joe Biden. It's not the Hunter Biden scandal or the Hunter Biden. It's Joe Biden, right? Nobody would hire Hunter Biden to be a you know a, a doorman at a at an apartment building if it weren't for Joe Biden. So, you know, maybe just you know tell us a little bit about that. And obviously, everyone can can read the full article. Uh, well, you know, uh, it, it's always interesting writing about Bill Barr because I mean I do think that he is a man of integrity, and I think that he's also someone who is very much aware of what happened before with, um, with James Comey and, and, mm-hmm. and trying to, and, and so he's, he's really trying to appear like he's not getting involved in the politics of things. I understand that. Uh, I am disappointed that he seems to be kind of not acknowledging the fact that there are concerns that mm-hmm. should be looked at. Uh, but at, at the same time, you know, there is an, there is an ongoing investigation with the, um, the Delaware, um, uh, U.S. Attorney, I believe it is, mm-hmm. and so I mean, I, I think what he hopes is that it'll play out there, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of uh, Trump supporters are are disappointed in, in Bill Barr uh, as of late. So it's I understand that, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know, I, I'm I'm hopeful that we'll we'll see justice served. Uh, but I, I I am definitely concerned, assuming that. Uh, uh, that Joe Biden does take office uh, next mm-hmm. month that uh, any of these investigations are just going to, just going to, they're just going to go away. Yeah. And, and actually the, the whole Biden, you know, scandal is, is what you were talking about a, a little bit earlier in which we had, uh, we had Spygate and people brush it away or make excuses, you know, Trump clued with Russia. There was never any evidence of that at all. Yet there was the the Mueller investigation and report Yet in the case of the Bidens, there's an there's a laptop with emails. Right. There's eyewitness testimony. We had that uh, Bobolinsky is his name, who was an eyewitness and and you know gave firsthand testimony and and some recordings and things like that. Right, and we had but, a signed receipt from Hunter Biden, so we knew that he brought the laptop yeah. to the shop. And you get uh, social media censoring all these stories because, oh well, it, it's it's hacked information. It right. wasn't hacked information. Right. right. Yeah, it's it just it's just absurd. And I think it it actually is you know stuff like that and everything we just discussed is why we need people like you, Matt, in in researching this information, writing these articles on things, so we can be informed as you said, we're not looking to be influenced one way or the other. We're just looking for the facts and the truth. So uh, really great stuff. Um, I ordered your books and I'm going to be anxiously reading them and I get to see, I I read all your articles. Um, Let's talk about real quick about your political cartoons. So you have to, do you, are are you the artist as well? And you come up with all the material? Uh, I'm definitely not the artist. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I I am not that talented. Uh, I used to be into drawing and art when I was younger, but yeah. never got a chance to develop that talent. Uh, I've teamed up with an illustrator named John Cox, who um, was uh, very big a few years ago with uh, the, the team of Cox and Forkham uh, editorial cartoons. And okay. uh, you know, uh, last year we, um, you know, uh, he and I knew each other. He, uh, he and I have collaborated on a couple of book covers before. 
and uh, we just uh, one, one day decided that we had an opportunity and uh, an interest in kind of collaborating. And so we started uh, Margolis and Cox cartoons. And uh, a couple months ago, we uh, got syndicated uh, with Town Hall, which has been very good. Okay. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, you know, uh, I, for the most part, write the cartoons mm-hmm. and uh, he's the one that illustrates them. And okay. It's, uh, it works out uh, very well for us, this, this uh, process. Yeah, no, they're, they're really good. I mean, it's always good to have uh, some humor and satire in, in these uh, political issues. Um, so now, now I'm not, I'm not a journalist myself and are, do you, are you a freelance? Do you, you, you set, you do a lot of articles through PJ media. Um, do you write for these various outlets and they, they publish your, your things or do you specifically work for some outfit? Uh, yeah, I, I am a consulting writer, uh, through PJ media and their parent okay. company. Okay. Okay. So um, in just to finish up, because like I said to everyone listening, um, we live in a world where I don't know what media you can trust anymore. Uh, I don't really, me personally, uh, I, I have to research everything that I hear before I actually believe it. And I don't get it from the mainstream media because they're not trustworthy. So, you know, Matt, your stuff is really great. And I'd encourage everybody to... Um, you know, to go seek out your articles, read them, and definitely get your books. Matt, how can people find you? Uh, what's the best uh, place for people to go get your your writings? Uh, well, I, I'm writing pretty much daily over at pjmedia.com. So that's the, that's probably the easiest way to see what I'm, you know, doing, you know, regularly. Okay. Uh, and of course, through there, you can, through my page, uh, you can find, uh, my, you know, link to several of my books uh, or just go to Amazon. Uh, I got like, I don't know how many books it is now, four or five books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, keeping busy with all that stuff. For sure. Yeah, that's and, great. Uh, yeah, that's uh, great. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the political cartoons is, is a fairly new thing. And it's a, another good way to kind of talk about the things I want to talk about through a different medium. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's excellent. And I, and I actually, if I, if you don't mind just staying on a couple more minutes, I, I was going to ask you about, uh, COVID-19 and not specifically, I mean, you're welcome to give your overall opinion of it, but it kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about as far as information, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not on a side. I mean, I, I, uh, had a conversation with someone about, uh, hydroxychloroquine, right. And I said, look, I don't know if this stuff works. If it's right, I'm not a doctor, but I'm definitely not for suppressing information about it. And that's what happened. Um, Are you seeing the same kind of thing of suppression of just information? Let people decide on the COVID-19 issue. The COVID-19 issue has been a a very problematic one with the media uh, since the beginning. Uh, As we as we talked about before, you know, the media skews heavily to the left. And this all kind of started not long after uh, impeachment was over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with an election coming up several months down the road, the media needed something new to talk about and, mm-hmm. to, and to kind of hang over Trump's head. And that became the, the, the pandemic, the pandemic that they had ignored for a couple of months. This stuff was mm-hmm. going on while, while impeachment was happening. Yeah. And so when it, when it happened, or when, when the media finally had something else to, to pay attention to, uh, they just kind of went all in on this blame Trump thing. And, uh, you know, I, I found 
fairly consistently, we would see something reported that made Trump look bad. And then a day or two later, we find out that well, it's not true. That's not what really happened. Here's the mm -hmm. truth. Mm -hmm. And that happened quite a bit. And uh, you know, one of the things that he did was say, hey, there's this study out of France that says this uh, drug hydroxychloroquine um, it might be a game changer in, in uh, treating the coronavirus. And the media just went to, just went all over him, just blaming him for, uh, you know, smelling snake oil and, and practicing medicine uh, when he doesn't have a license and all, and all these things. And it turns out he was right. Mm -hmm. uh, there have been several studies that have shown it, that it is very promising uh, with, uh, I believe uh, most studies now saying, you know, that, that it can, cut um you know the fatality rate by about half mm -hmm. uh so it, it's clearly something that that works and it's cheap it's mm -hmm. this is a drug that has been around for decades it's an anti-malaria drug it is out of patent any pharmaceutical company can produce this mm -hmm. and countries uh that you know that are using it to treat it have much lower uh um uh, case fatality rates than than we do and uh that's something that we really, uh, really, the, the media was just so anti-Trump and, you know, just consumed with Trump derangement syndrome mm -hmm. that they chose to uh, essentially let more people die than to, the, than to, than to give Trump the kind of the, the, the advantage, I suppose, is the right yeah. word, uh, by promoting a, a drug that, that really... Uh, was very effective mm -hmm. uh, and actually th this whole thing uh, is what actually inspired my my most recent book which is called airborne and which details the, uh, the the how the media weaponized the coronavirus against donald trump and it's uh, it's, it's it's another one of those books that was hard to write because yeah. it was very frustrating to kind of go through all that and uh just see how deliberate the media was in lying about trump and his response to the pandemic yeah no that's a great response great answer and 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 love it airborne so i'm gonna have to is it out is it officially out matt or yep, is it it's out it came out uh, uh several months ago okay uh, and it's uh you know it's 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 a good resourceful book and um oh great you know it um you know, I, I wrote it during, uh, you know, all the lockdown and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So it very, yeah. you know, it was very in the thick of everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, great. It could, have been, yeah. it could have been a lot longer, but uh, my publisher really wanted to get it out when it, when it came out. So yeah. uh, it's almost uh, an abridged version of what really happened because there's so much stuff that's come out after it. But, Since but then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for writing it. And, and as you said, since there's so much more has happened after that, I'm, I, if I have a feeling you're going to write uh, some, some further articles about COVID-19 and, and these types of things. And uh, so everyone should uh, definitely get the book. I'm going to get the book airborne. I, I wasn't aware of it. So I, I just didn't notice that. So I'm glad you brought it up. And um, all I'm, all we're asking for is information, right? Is just know the information, you know, and when we're hit, when the information is hidden, that's not good. And you always have to ask why, why was it hidden? Right. Um, yeah. But you're doing awesome stuff, Matt. I, I, I love what you're doing. I love your articles. I read them every day. Um, and I, and I encourage everybody to go to pjmedia.com and look for Matt's um, Matt's articles and get his books. And, you know, he's not paying me to say this. These are great books and these are great things. I've read a lot and that's why I asked him to be on, 
on my podcast. So, uh, and then check out the political cartoons as well. They're, they're hilarious and uh, satirical and stuff. So Matt, thanks for being here, man. It was just really informative and helpful and um, a lot of good stuff you have going on. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. Okay. Anytime. And thanks for listening to another episode of Feed Ace Podcast. I appreciate you being here. Uh, make sure you subscribe and you can also look for uh, all my shows on YouTube as well. Uh, if you want to see what uh, what Matt looks like or or I look like, or if it's just easier for you to be on YouTube. So thanks for listening and see you next time. <laughs>